Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. And I started following like several of my followers back who like are in my Mm -hmm. DMs and I'm obsessed with you guys. I'm obsessed. They're my favorite influencers. And Liz. Maddie was listening to our episode where we talked about the Roman Empire and you know how I said I often think about like the time when Jesus was alive? That was during the Roman Empire. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Halloween. Spooky days. Happy Halloween. Um, I hope everyone is going to have a safe holiday as you're out trick-or-treating. Yep. Are you guys going trick-or-treating? Yeah, we are going trick-or-treating. I'm very excited, actually. They're at, like, such a good age to trick-or-treat. such a good age. Like, the magic is there. The fun is there. We talked about the joke thing. You I know. know. Maybe next year we've made no better. progress, yeah. for the record. And we've been practicing... And the, sometimes the problem with kids is they think the wrong thing is funny. Yeah. So like he thinks it's funny. And you know what? It is funny. So it, maybe in, it's supposed to be a joke. So you know what? If we're laughing, if we're vibing, then if he wants to just say the whole thing, what's a ghost favorite food? Blueberries? Blueberries? Oh, he's going to get his candy either way. I know. So cute. So it's all good. Um, We're just going to like hand out candy. We're so excited. You're not going to come over? No, because we both had the flu. We were so, so excited. Like, moved into a suburb. We were so excited to do Halloween. And then we both got the flu so horribly bad that we were both better. You couldn't even open the door. Could not open the door. Well, also, I didn't want to get anyone sick. You know what you should do, though, instead of like sit in your living room, is you should like, do you have like a fire pit or something? I do have a fire pit. You should like bring the fire pit up to the driveway, get a lawn chair. Yeah. Maybe make like a cocktail and you should like sit out in your driveway because you don't want to be going back and forth. James is going to try to, you don't need a bunch of kids ringing your doorbell and having your dogs bark. Yeah. Sit outside, cultivate a vibe. That's what I would do if I was you. Okay. Thank you so much for the advice. Are you going to do it? I, I don't, it depends on the weather, Cal, because again, I have a, a little baby. Mm. Well, I so, Yeah. Okay. I just like don't want to be out in the cold. Bundle him. Whatever. I don't know. I, Okay, this is interesting. When you have a baby in the summer and then it starts to get cold, you're like, oh, I have no idea how to dress my child. Yes. I think I already talked about this, but it's still something that I'm uh, trying to figure out. And like sleeping. No, sleeping. I don't know if they're warm enough. Sleeping stressful. But I think, I mean, you can like figure out like, I mean, if they're chilly, like put more clothes on them. Yeah. During the day. But I mean, there's like parts of the country. Have you ever seen those videos? There's like parts of the country where they like throw kids outside in strollers to sleep. Parts of the world. Parts of the world. Well, we don't know. I don't know every part of this country, maybe. No, it's certainly not happening in America. But anyway, I think it is important to get outside as much as possible. It's like that thousand hours outside. Mm. Like every January or 10,000 hours. Is it 10? I think it's 10,000. No, surely not. Doesn't matter. A billion hours. Um, the thousand hours outside is like all about being outside and any and just dress appropriately for it. And every January, I say we're gonna do it. We're gonna spend more time outside. And we spend like the first three weeks of January like outside an hour before dinner every night. And it's so good for you. Yeah, it's like that breathing in that fresh air. It, it really is. Well, and like when you're trying, I don't know. So I'm trying to be CEO of my health. Yeah, but also my children's health. Uh huh. So that's what we're getting as outside. you sh- as you should as their mother. Um love it Kel what do we have to talk about today what's our give me a little roadmap sort of jam-packed which is which is rare super unlike us so we are going to have a big dumps oh millennia word dumps fast lane philosophies base model luxury industry news ditch the drive oh I have some advice oh advice ditch the drive through Blake's besties all the things you love all the things you know 
So Liz, why don't you get started with the millennial word of the day? Where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. Okay, get ready to lose some brain cells on this one. Ooh. Have you heard of silent walking? Silent walking. Surely it's not just walking silently. It sure is, Cal. This is from the New York Post. That's not slang. No, it's what the gen it's a it's like a TikTok trend. Okay. Silent walking. That's kind of what I'm getting into. Like, okay, let me get into it. This is an article from the New York Post. The latest Gen Z movement taking the youngest generation by storm is ironically not that new at all. They call it silent walking. That is going for a walk without their phones, without listening to music, podcasts, or any sort of distraction. I do silent driving sometimes. I do silent driving all the time. Then this podcaster Maddie Mayo takes credit for unintentionally starting a movement that she promises will change your life. In a video on TikTok, she explains her boyfriend was the one who first challenged her to take a walk without any distractions. No AirPods, no music, just me, myself, and I. At first, I was like, no, my anxiety could never, which is probably what you're thinking. But then something in me was like, just try it. These are all things Maddie said. She said the first two minutes of her walk were mayhem until she had a flow state when you can suddenly hear yourself. So they are going for walks without their phone. And apparently it's well, quite challenging. I would like to say, first of all, I don't think it sounds safe to go without your phone. I think you should take your phone on a walk. OK, yeah, I get but like, don't look don't, at your don't, phone. Yeah, but I think you should take your phone. Um, here's what I'm, this, is, this is bringing up that consumerism talk topic not to bring up the coffee pot again but it's like leave it to america to reinvent things that are healthy in like a new wellness kind of way yeah yeah like it's just like i mean you could even like really strip it back and be like the fact that we pay to go to a gym to walk on a treadmill it's like the fact that we pay for bottled water like we are out of control yeah truly we are out of control but i think this movement this trend let's go viral i think everyone could use a little alone time with the noggin i'm gonna be honest 100 percent. i think it is so good i think it's so important to be alone in your thoughts and i think the most concerning thing about this and why it's like kind of funny but also at its root quite concerning is the fact that she said the first two minutes were mayhem <laughs> like and i and i truly believe that it was hard for her because she is I mean, we all are so addicted to our phones and like so glued to screens and constant distractions and music and podcasts and always something that like just being alone with our thoughts is like quite truly like horrifying. See, and I do it all the time. Oh, I do it all the time. And the Skinny Confidential, and you know, I love that podcast. And Lauren Bostic always talks about meditating. And I've like, I'm like never going to like meditate and like, like sit on my ground with my legs crossed kind of way. But she's like, no, just like, be alone with your thoughts. And I love to drive with nothing on. And I come up with some brilliant yeah. ideas. Do mm-hmm. I not? Yeah. Like when I'm just alone, I just like, lo- I, I I totally know what she's saying when you mean like the brain loop. And then you just like go in and yeah. out of like, wow. Okay. Silent walking. Yeah. So silent walking um, is a thing. So if you're trying to encourage your I don't know, Gen Z or to, you know, be alone with their thoughts or maybe go for a walk. You can say, have you heard of this new trend? Like everyone's doing it. It's called silent walking. It's like a very big challenge. Like we should see if you can make it those first two minutes. (laughs) So anyway, that's that. Okay. So what else do we got? Should we go to our dumps? Let's go to our dumps. Um, I've got a real talk with Liz. Oh yeah. You start. Okay. Apparently. Now this is a, this is a trend alert 
coming coming out. Um, apparently Vera Bradley's making a comeback. No, I I've seen this and I'm obsessed because here's why. We've all seen. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Those heinous quilt jackets. Have you seen those? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're heinous. I but think that they are. It's a heinous looking. It looks like your grandmother's quilt into a. Which I love my grandmother's quilt. On the, on a bed in a with with the sunshine and a thing of sunflowers. I don't need it as a jacket. Anyway, I I knew this was coming because of the grandmother quilt okay. jackets. And all I have to say is yes, bring it on. Vera Bradley's iconic. Should have never gone out. Should have never gone out. Should have never gone out. There's something for everyone. There's so many fun designs. Like I'm on the edge of my seat when uh, like a new pattern comes out. Obsessed. Obsessed. The I saw the I saw a reel about it and the the girl was saying she's like the reason I believe this is coming is because like I think we're gonna first see it in like the coastal grandmother. Um, she's so right. Trent like vibes like the people who are wearing the linen pants with the white button down and like the sandals. They're also then gonna have like a little Vera Bradley shoulder bag which is great because i still have my vera bradley duffel bag from actually 2006 i so, literally see it right i know now. it's right I there i can see it i know i don't have mine i'm pissed about that you got rid of it i don't know i don't know why i would get rid of it maybe it's at mom's house somewhere i'm so excited i can't wa- i'm such a vera bradley supporter me too you know one time i met vera bradley what yeah okay where at the vera bradley store what it was this like I I, how, how do I not know this? I don't, Elizabeth, I don't know. Maybe, I think her name is Vera Bradley. I think it is. I was at the Galleria in St. Louis. They used to have a Vera Bradley store. This was yeah. years ago. And they're like, so, I was like in their shopping. They're like, so random. Like, Vera Bradley's here. Like, she was like stopping in to see the store. Um, Let me see. <laughs> Who is Vera Bradley owned by? Founded by Barbara Bradley Beckizard. That, that was probably. I'm Beckard telling you, I and met Patricia Miller. So, but Barbara Bradley. Okay, I met Barbara Bradley. I wow. Think. Yeah, or this is a very weird dream. Yeah. No, I don't think it is. Anyway, we'll go with it. Yeah. Because why not? Um. Okay. What do you have on your dump? Okay, I have a couple of things. One, I have really um, I started doing something really fun on my Instagram. And I started following like several of my followers back who like are in my mm-hmm. DMs. And I'm obsessed with you guys. I'm obsessed. They're my favorite influencers. Just yeah. Just like seeing what they like. Got going I'm on. so invested. I follow like five like very closely. Like I'm commenting all their stories like they're doing the most. And I just like love following my followers instead of like another influencer. Like I just like. Yeah. Like, what are you guys up to? I love seeing what regular people are up to. <laughs> I do the same thing. There's like a few people like followers or people that I don't know that I follow. Um, and but they're not influencers and i'm like i need you to post as if you are an influencer because like you're leaving me hanging on this home renovation you're doing like you posted about it one time like i need a full real set i know that's like, why i, I just know. really wish people would post which i know it's not for everyone and i understand why people don't do it but like the way i just wish everyone from high school would post all the time so we could like all know what we're doing would be so good for me because mm-hmm. i think we kind of and hopefully like, I think the problem was like when we started social media, it was like so curated. So I think a lot of people still like feel like they can't post yeah. things that aren't curated. And I just, th- but then I think there's this whole other half of the internet that's like so over the curated stuff. You know what I mean? Totally. Like I just want to see Hot Mess Express and like I'm to the point where not, not, not calling people hot mess, like calling myself a hot mess, but like I'm just so over the, oh my gosh, sorry, like my living room is literally so dirty and it's not. Like let's just be real. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Anyway, shout out. You know who you are because I've been blowing you up and I'm obsessed with you guys. Shout out. 
anyway i'm like not going to share their handles because that'd yeah, be weird but yeah. we're hanging out okay. okay my other thing is oh surely that was not all yeah that was all okay hold on let me go to my recent real saves because i really feel like i have been like popping off here oh kel i found something super interesting i wanted to talk about i found this on a reel and it talks about um the female menstrual cycle so stay okay. tuned so here let me show you this so she shows an image of two girls which one do you prefer like which one do you think is prettier the one on the left yes correct same girl but most people prefer the girl on the left and that's because she they're at different times of their monthly no cycle. you're so full of it no that- this is all true so here's what <laughs> i'm thinking <laughs> this is all true this i, I found one real about it no but here's here's my theory ugly eras ugly eras when we're in our ugly era, we are at different times. Wait, in our menstrual so hold cycles. on. Not to be like, I know, I know where I am in my menstrual cycle right now. So when are you supposed to be your prettiest? Okay. I'm kind of, let fe- me- I kind of feel like my makeup's been going on good lately. I'm having some good hair days and I want to know if it's when I think it is. Peaking at ovulation. Yep. Oh, and you're stunning right now. Don't I look stunning? Yeah, you look amazing. That's so interesting. So interesting, right? That's so interesting. I know. Okay, Liz, next it's time for base model luxury where I share a recent discovery. Okay. What? It wasn't, I didn't really like your flow the there. The cadence was off. Well, what the do all these freaking buttons do, Elizabeth, on this stupid board that we have? Can none of them, like, can we not say this one time and then just hit it? No, we probably can. Yeah, I'll just have to fail, like, do some research. Do you, on like, that one. I want to hit that. And then it goes, yeah, no, you're It's right. a soundboard. Yeah, it's a soundboard. Yeah, we should do that. Okay. That, this is not, no one, not everyone has to hear about all the things we have to do. <sighs> Okay. What's your recent discovery? I mean, it's first of all, this is not, this is a second, this is, I've done this before. I'm just saying I've been reignited with my love for it. Oh. And that is like, it is such a luxury to like have a homemade baked good. And I made some muffins for Fred. Okay. Some eggless blueberry muffins and they were delicious. And then like I woke up to like muff, like homemade muffins for my kids and love, myself. Love. And it's like, you know what? First of all, it was a fun activity to do with Hattie. Yep. Box checked. I think sometimes with bacon, I was like, oh, I don't want to get the kitchen dirty. Your kitchen's already filthy. Yeah. So what's the difference? Yeah. Like if you're already going to wipe the counter every night, who cares if there's flour on it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and a baked good lasts longer than a baked good lasts longer. And I just am really would like to start like baking more. Okay. I I've just never it. like mom was never a baker. I'm not the biggest baker. But there's now so many recipes that are healthy, that are nutritious, that are easy. And I'm like, why am I not just like trying new things to bake? I have all these cookbooks with all these baked sections and I just skip right over them. Skip right over them. I know. And like you can control if you're going to eat something quote unquote unhealthy. I don't even want to say unhealthy in that sense, but like things are normally labeled unhealthy like a baked good. At least be in control of your ingredients. hundred percent. So I'm just like obsessed with that that concept i think i'm just gonna do it more and it was like so like me and hattie had so much fun now it's something for fred to eat and yes fred has to be egg free everyone's been messaging me and i feel actually a lot better about what the the substitutes that are you can that that you can use Mm -hmm. and people also told me just look up a bunch of vegan recipes and then just like still use regular milk if i want to which i'm like that's so true i'm over here looking up eggless and this girl's got me putting buttermilk into things i'm like this is so i don't have buttermilk this is so much work um that's a good but idea. i just think looking up like vegan and like maybe it'll be a little healthier yeah and then if i don't want to like use the plant-based milk like i can just use regular milk yeah so anyway that's my base model luxury and that's why it's called a base model luxury guys because it's 
base model. You know, it's, it's not trying to reinvent something the wheel. anyone can do. Yeah. Just bake this weekend. Bake something. And then like you wake up the next day with like your coffee and you have like a little muffin. And baking's cheap, too. I mean, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of what groceries are costing, like it's cheap. And you can even do a box mix if you want. Like, remember last year I made that those two ingredient pumpkin cake a lot. It's just pumpkin and spice cake mix. Yeah. I can make those for Fred. No eggs. There you go. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Okay, Cal. Now it is time for our uh, what's this segment called? Fast Lane Philosophies. You are not, yeah. Fast Lane Philosophies. Sorry, where I share I, something that's piqued my curiosity. Believe it or not, I haven't slept in four months. So, uh, join the club. Okay, I've still listened to my book, The Four Hour Work Week. If anyone cares, um, it is the book's taking a lot of twists and turns. Oh, it's good. It's good. I'm not quite as lathered up about it as I was like last episode. Okay. Because like now I'm on to the next chapter where he's all about like, don't do a physical product. Do an informational product because informational products are a lot harder for people to copy. So it's basically like, okay, so you just want everyone to make an online course, which I actually don't think everyone should create an online course. Okay. There is a lot of people who like share accounts like, you know, you don't think you're an expert in anything. You probably are like just and he gives you these steps to basically fake being an expert. Sorry, to basically fake being an expert and like put together like information. Mm. No, I'm not saying. Now, some people should do it for sure. Absolutely. But I just don't think like everyone should do it. Okay. Anyway, but here's a quote that he that he quoted from Woodrow Wilson that I really liked. It says, you've used all the brains you have and all the brains you can borrow. Love that. So maybe everyone could do a course. If you borrow enough brains and you can put it all together, power to you. Meaning... Use your own brain power. And then if there's anyone else you can talk to, pick their brain. Exactly. Borrow other brains. Exactly. I love that. Isn't that good? Do you have any fast lane philosophies? I mean, I feel like I'm <sighs> always just like the ones bringing them. And are you just like not as well read as me? Or like, what do you think it is? I think I'm just doing so much silent walking that I'm like not taking in as much. I mean, you, like Woodrow Wilson quotes left and right. Like you might be. No. And like, let's be clear. Like I invented this segment just so I could flex that I know Woodrow Wilson quotes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Mother Teresa quotes. And like, I'm just like, so. You're so well read. I'm just well read. And I'm just like, interesting. So. Cal, I wish we could all be like you. Okay. Well, let's move on to our advice segment. Okay. This comes from Jen. She says, um, this is about baby names. She goes, what's your take on baby names if you're trying to honor family members in a small family and your sister-in-law already used literally all the baby names? We're talking multiple middle names. We didn't want to repeat the use of names, but would you? Oh, you know our take on this. Absolutely repeat names. Absolutely repeat names. Here's, Absolutely. Here's a funny story. My name's Kelly. Her name's Elizabeth. Our dad's sister, her oldest daughter, is named Kelly. Her second daughter, Elizabeth. So we have cousins named Kelly and Elizabeth. Yeah. Oldest, second. First cousins. Mom and our parents didn't care. First cousin. Parents could care less. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It's fine. It is fine. It's it, never been weird. It's never been a problem. We do have an age gap, but but even so, it's, it's never been an issue. Um, I think it's totally fine. I think if you got... You can't worry about anyone else when you're naming no. your child. If you want to honor a certain person in your family by giving them your child, uh, by including their name in your child's name, go for it. I think it's so weird when people don't name a baby something because someone in their life has already used it. 
Yeah. Just like, go use for the it. name you like. Yeah. You, like, are you, and then like your child. So, you know, I have James Craig. Now, James' son might try and use the name Craig or the name James or like or James might try and do that for his son. And then like the name continues to carry. But like if we were to like not include either one of those names, I don't know if he would have they would have felt the pull to use those names. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just don't think it's that big of a deal to share to share names with a cousin. Especially middle names. Especially, Especially middle, middle names. names. Even first like even first names. I mean, no joke if Elizabeth and I liked the same name, I would use it. And you wouldn't care. Uh no. Uh, what? No, no, I wouldn't. We just don't we we've never had we've never had to cross that bridge, but I would if it, especially if it's just a middle you name. Mean you weren't please. considering Fred? No. Wasn't on the list. <laughs> but George is our grandfather's name. Um so I might use George as a middle name. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. So. Question. Okay, we have a car buying question. Ooh, let's do it. She says, first off, let me say I absolutely love your content. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Jen. You are such a smart and driven woman and a loving mom. She she knows how well read I am. Yeah, wow. She forgot well read. I should have <laughs> read all this through. It. I could have skipped that part. Okay. We are looking to purchase a used Traverse, and I have been looking on Carvana, Hertz, etc. What are your thoughts on going that route? We just don't know. As far as I can see, you haven't mentioned those avenues before. So basically, like, what do you think about purchasing a rental vehicle? Oh, yeah. This is a great question. What do I think about purchasing a rental vehicle? Um... I think it it's not a deal breaker. It wouldn't be my first choice. And why is that? Well, I mean, if you just think about like what happens to a rental car, it's getting driven a lot of miles by people who don't own the car. So maybe don't have that like pride of ownership in the vehicle. Okay. Like there's kind of the stereotype or the stigma that like rental cars get driven really aggressively and you just like don't know who's all driving it. You Yeah. But in the same sense, and, and, and there are also vehicles that likely have a lot of miles and not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. We kind of see that with them sometimes as well. So do I think like a one owner, no accident is my preference? Of course. Do I think that if you find. But that's just not always a that's not always a possibility. So like if you find the perfect car and it was a prior rental, but it has a clean Carfax, I would go for it. But if you put two next, if you put two of them next to me, I would pick the one that wasn't. OK, Carfax is key there. Carfax and auto check is key. It just makes sure like everything's good and it's up to snuff. Um, so you talked about this on your stories, but I think this is a good thing to talk about with auto. What are some red flags to look for yeah. on an auto check and on a Carfax report? So vehicle history reports, the two main players in that field are Carfax and more recently auto check. They they show some of the vehicles like service and history, but you have to remember it's only what's gonna what 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 gets reported to it. So it's not. You can't take it as like 100% accurate because like things obviously could have been left off. Like, for example, if you get in an accident in the Walmart parking lot and you guys decide not to file a police report, then like that's not going to show up there. Um, But there are some major red flags that I would watch out for. And again, when I say red flags, like it's maybe not a deal breaker, but it's it's a red flag. Like it's a red flag. You know what I mean? Such as Uh, if so. Accidents are very common on Carfaxes. Like, I mean, a lot of vehicles have been in a lot of accidents. I don't really get nervous about accidents unless it states on the Carfax Carfax that the airbags were deployed because that means like, okay, this was like a major accident. Yeah, like, like this wasn't was, a fender bender. This wasn't a fender bender. Um, if the vehicle had to be towed, like that seems sketchy too. Like, you know, yeah. that's not a fender bender. And again, I'm not saying that vehicles that have had those things 
happen are bad. Like if your vehicle had to be towed, like it's fine. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker. I'm just saying it's something to think about to maybe give yeah. you pause. Like so then if you're going to have a red flag, you got to have a lot of green flags. Like it better be a great price, better be low mileage, it better be the right color. Right. You know? Right. Um. Uh, if if the vehicle was in an accident and then I like to pay attention to what happened after the accident. So like, was it in an accident its first year of life and then went on to be a great car for the next five years? Maybe. Or was it in an accident and the people traded it in the next month? Yeah. It's like, well, why they turned it in? Or was it in and out of the shop? Or was it in and out of the shop for transmission issues? And you're like, yeah. after that accident, like, again, that would give me sketch. Yeah. That's good to know. Thanks. That's good advice. Thanks. Today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Have you been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone you know for the recommendation? You know, a doctor who actually gets you, listens to you, and makes you feel super comfortable. Finally, after weeks of searching, you find the one. So you call their office to book an appointment and yeah, they don't take your insurance. Wipe your tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. Go to ZocDoc.com slash carpool to download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash carpool. ZocDoc.com slash carpool. Okay, Liz, are you ready for industry news where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry? Yeah, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a <laughs> spooky one. Oh, spooky, scary skeleton. Yeah, it's actually on my phone. I don't know why my laptop up. Okay, this is funny. This is funny, funny. Funny and spooky. Best doomsday vehicles. Top five rides for escaping the apocalypse. Oh, this is good content. You know I'm always thinking about the apocalypse. Are you? I am. Okay. That's my Roman Empire. <laughs> the apocalypse? Is the apocalypse. What do you think it's going to look you like? You know what? Maddie was listening to our episode where we talked about the Roman Empire, and you know how I said I often think about, like, the time when Jesus was alive? That was the Roman Empire. (laughs) (laughs) Such an idiot. (laughs) Believe it to my husband to hear me say that and be like, uh. So you are the Roman Empire. I think, I guess I think about the Roman Empire, but also I think about the apocalypse. So what do you think the apocalypse is going to look like? You know, I really felt... I think it might be like, um, if this is too dark, we don't have to. Talk. Well, it is Halloween, though. It is Halloween. I could, when COVID was hitting and everything shut down, I could see how a deadly disease, be like more deadly than COVID, being released into the world could end all human life. So I could see that route of like disease. Um, and also potentially atomic warfare. Why did I laugh when I said that? Kind of because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, my thing with the apocalypse, and this is a hot take, I don't need to survive it. No, I you know don't what feel I mean. Like I'm, it's fine. <clears throat> it's fine. I, I, yeah, I know where I'm going. I, that's that's where I would rather be. But anyway, if you want to survive it, you better be super prepared and okay. get one of these five vehicles. Okay. Number one, Jeep Wrangler. Okay. It's an iconic doomsday prepper because it's built to be abused by the road and easy to repair. Oh, okay. Easy repairs. That's important. Next is the Hummer. 
Okay. Big car. Big car. It says the H2 gets 339 horsepower. It's built like a Jeep. Whatever. And they do, do. Can you like buy it? Well, they're still around. They're still around. It'd just be like an old Hummer. It sounds like, yeah, it wouldn't probably be the most reliable. And you cert. Well, let me be clear. The new electric Hummer certainly isn't. No, there's no, no electric cars in this no, 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 no. Next Subaru Outback. Newest Subaru is going to be on there. I don't even know what this car is. The Mercedes-Benz Unimog. Let me see back. I think it's like a G-Wagon, like a version of the G-Wagon. Unimog. Unimog. And the Chevy Silverado. Interesting that this of all the trucks, well, like the Silverado. So here's the thing about these lists, you guys. Here's what I've noticed in life. Because I'm always like searching for lists and just or good content. People throw things on the wall. To see what sticks. There is no any truck. But like they just want to have people love lists. And I think back in like 2010 specifically, the Internet became wild with lists. Yeah, wild with lists. Yeah. And then anyone who thinks they're an expert in anything can put together lists. Here are the top 10 whatever. Yeah. And they're just making it up. And they want you to disagree because then you give engagement on their posts. Mm. There are. Yeah. And like, I just think you need to be careful about lists. But anyway, that's why I wanted to bring that one up. Well, thank you. I enjoyed that one. I think a truck would definitely be good in the apocalypse. Truck would always be good. Um, I think my Tahoe would do pretty well. Yeah. Tahoe is nice because you could use it to sleep in as well. Oh. You know. True. Because it's nice and big. Apocalypse. So depressing. Apocalypse vibes. I like watch like The Walking Dead in college and like i never recovered like i do not like picturing those kinds of things no i don't yeah there's like certain moments i I watch that occasionally and there's still like certain moments of it that like sticks in my head that will frequent my mind and i would really rather attend it um okay next story is we don't have much but we do have the mazda cx cx 70 will arrive in the u.s in 2024 Mazda will launch a new two-row midsize SUV, the CX-70, in the U.S. sometime next year. Now that Mazda has launched the new three-row CX-90, we've been waiting for a smaller sibling to arrive. The CX-70 is a two-row midsize crossover, um, and it's going to also include some of the hybrid technology that we found in the CX-90, and that's literally all we have. But why this is exciting is because like the CX-5 is like very small. The Mazda CX-5 is like one of the smallest cars in the world. And the Mazda CX-9 is like, you know, your typical basic mm-hmm. midsize through SUV. And like they don't have that like they don't have like that Santa Fe RAV4 kind of vibe. OK. So, so like, this, this is that. This is that. Oh, so exciting. That, yeah, it's very exciting for the Mazda lineup. OK. Next, my last story is this is like interesting. This comes from Insider. It's written by Alexa St. John. Love her. She interviewed me one time. Love her last name. Are we related? I actually told her that was your last name. Mm-hmm. And we like bonded over how like you never know if like you hit the period or the space or like. Well, yeah, it's tough. She spells it like you though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these 20 electric cars are selling below sticker price and rising incentives could help you get an even better deal. This is just like such an interesting topic that I just like really want to dive into with you, even though I know you probably don't care that much. The fact that electric cars aren't selling is t dealers are starting to take thousands of dollars off the price of their electric vehicles as the auto industry scrambles to recover from overestimating eb demand this year more electric cars are on dealer lots and it's taking longer for dealers to sell these vehicles than their gas-powered counterparts 
Now, <laughs> that's just interesting like it is. Very interesting. And so what's also like frustrating from the dealer side is dealers are being one told that they have to have X amount of electric vehicles and they have to build all this infrastructure and all these updates within their dealership to accommodate for these electric vehicles that just like aren't selling. Yeah. So then it goes into the 20. So a lot of so a lot of electric vehicles are selling for below MSRP in a world where like most cars are selling for msrp if not above so it says dealership markdowns for ev were as high as 12 percent and in addition to the dealership markdowns they're also having some um incentives from the automaker plus tax credit so, so like kind of the they're the deal let kind me be clear the well they're the deal again if you're in the, like that sixty thousand dollar price range because they're still expensive yeah. but but we are getting some more affordable ones on the market and it's just interesting to see them not well, I'll see. I'll be interested to see how the demand for those goes because, to a certain extent, it's like getting the EV, which is a, it's it's a huge change. And then it's also you're kind of putting yourself in this price point that not a lot of not yeah. everyone can afford. So it's like I'll be interested to see how a cheaper EV does. Well, and like this is a good example. So it says the Kia EV6, which is Kia's electric crossover thing. Um, average discount was 3.2%, but the average sticker price is $56,000. So I just think by the time you're in a $56,000 price range, like yeah. you could buy a top tier tricked out Telluride and maybe still go on a vacation. So it's just yeah. like, why, like, why would you yeah. buy the EV6? Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, math, not mathing. The math is not mathing. I want to find some of like these higher, um, percentage discounts. Volkswagen ID4 average sticker price fifty thousand dollars average discount five point seven. I mean a fifty thousand dollar not through SUV vehicle. Uh, I know. Like we, that's just, we sat in one and I, it felt so. That's just like luxury tiny. price points. Yeah. This one's this one surprised me. The Volvo XC40 Recharge average sticker price sixty thousand dollars average discount twelve point seven. I felt like the I feel like the Volvo people were like kind of into it. So I was kind of in the. See well, it. because wasn't Volvo the one that was like by twenty whatever we're gonna twenty thirty five or something we're gonna have so maybe all. they just have a lot of them maybe like they have a lot of inventory of electric cars I don't know it's just interesting isn't it yeah well and I would I I could almost justify that price point a little bit more for a Volvo versus a Volkswagen. I don't know. And I know everyone ac- loves to accuse me of being an electric car hater, but I'm not. And also everyone else is because they're, they're <laughs> yeah, you're, they're just they're they're not they're rotting the, on dealer lots. The proof is in the pudding. I just can't believe like you need to sell. And like the thing is, is like they're the cost part isn't there because they're not cheaper than gas powered cars and they're not cheaper to run. I mean, no. now there's been so many studies that have come out that it's like it's the same price, use the same amount of electricity as it costs at the pump, especially when gas prices are like, you know, not in the $5 range. Like, it's just... And you have to, a lot of the times, install a charger at your house, which is two grand. Well, those are getting cheaper. Okay. Those are getting cheaper. Like, okay, now well, I think you can go for like 600 bucks, which, which, is de- which is definitely better. Okay, definitely that's better. better. But they're still just... But even so. And not to mention, like, size of car. I mean, I just don't know, you guys. We will do what we've continued to do, and that is watch it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, and they're certainly not going to make it in the apocalypse. So I just think like that's no. where you have to decide what you want to so do. That's why I won't be 
driving one um because you know me always thinking about the worst thing that's gonna happen um anyway silent walk should help that or make it worse and maybe that's why because i i am alone with my thoughts so often that it just goes there i should listen to more books i should be more real but you should get you need to get more mentally strong Mm, get mentally tough be able to control your thoughts yeah so spend time alone with them and then control them that's good write that down write that down Uh, okay um okay kel are you ready for blake's besties yes this is our last episode of blake's besties um and blake's besties is where we honor um the babies that were gone too soon during the whole month of october because it is uh infant and pregnancy loss awareness month so we have a couple of stories that we're going to read and then we're just going to uh read the names of uh all of our submissions because unfortunately we were not able to read them all um but read them all on the podcast but Believe me, I read all of them. Our assistant who is pregnant also read all of them. Like your stories were were all heard and all read. Kelly read all of them. We're just, we just weren't able to share them all. So we are going to share some and then we're going to read all of the names. Okay, so Cal, you can uh, start. You want to start? With your story. Okay. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I'm a thankful mama of two boys on earth. In December 21, I found out I was pregnant with our third baby and later miscarrying on the same day. I took a personal day on what would have been my due date. At one point that day, I sat down to pray and I asked God to give me a sign that everything would be okay. A vision came into my mind of me holding a baby girl with my husband behind me. The baby was wrapped in a floral blanket that has a bright fuchsia lily as the predominant flower. As soon as I stood up, my doorbell rang. It was a flower arrangement delivery from my two best friends. The main flower in the arrangement was a bright pink fuchsia lily. I believe there was a baby girl named Lily waiting for me in heaven. Now, over a year later, I'm expecting our fourth baby, a third baby boy at the end of the year. Thank you, Kelly and Liz, for remembering these sweet babies. Mm. Elizabeth. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Also, what good friends to send flowers? That's really sweet. And I also, on on the due date, I really, I'm happy she took like that personal day and like took that time to herself and and recognized that it was an important day to to think about. And congratulations on uh, baby number four. This comes from Megan. Um, She says, wanted to share a quick Blake's Besties with you ladies all the way from Canada. Thank you for doing this again this year. I know it must be hard to read them, but it's so dang important to make light of some of it. I am a mom of two earthly babies, but between these two pregnancies, we had an early loss. We hadn't even talked names yet, and we're only referring to them as feisty fluff. Our first was tough fluff. But man, did they love garlic. I was putting garlic salt on popcorn multiple times a day. When we lost our feisty fluff, we were feeling very alone. What got me through was remembering a coworker, what a coworker had told me years before about her miscarriage and that being the reason her kids were so far apart in age. This conversation got me through and has reminded me to talk about it and not be ashamed because I could own, because I could be helping someone else not feel so alone. We were blessed with a sticky fluff after the loss and she was born on pregnancy and infant awareness loss day, which felt so fitting for our family. It is. Um, I think it's very hard when you, when your family's not what you pictured yeah and then sometimes you know you if you have an age gap like i know some several of my friends who have experienced losses and like they have a much bigger age gap than i do with my children and it's like some people 
it's just not what you picture it's you know not, it's yeah and it's like you know you, you want your kids close in age or maybe you don't or whatever but it, it's just hard when life doesn't go as planned which of course is not supposed mm-hmm. to because it's all in in god's great plan but yeah it, that's just that's it's, it's just one of those things where it's difficult when it's out of your control you know about yeah. what your family is going to look like but the important thing is it's what your family looks like and the best thing you can do as a mother is honor and be there for the family no matter what it looks like absolutely you know mm-hmm. is it my turn yeah okay my husband and i had a difficult time getting slash staying pregnant when we first started trying we welcomed our oldest son in february of 2019 i was apprehensive to start trying again because of our past experiences i ended up losing two more pregnancies while trying for our second we later found out i was pregnant with twins who were born in august 2022 i firmly believe that harper and mason are my two angel babies that came back to live with us earthside the twins are now over a year old and life is crazy and full of so much joy sarah that's my friend sarah yeah she wrote sarah um sarah's babies are all the cutest things in the world so that's really that's a really beautiful way to look at your loss okay i have one more This comes from Jessica. Hi, Kelly and Liz. Back in 2016, I had two of my own besties and one of them said, let's make a pregnancy pact and have our third babies together. The three of us laughed, but then we were like, actually, that's kind of genius. We already had two kids. So who better to delve into chaos with than your best friends? I became pregnant later that year, but lost our sweet babe in January of 2017. I named her Nora Grace and she was the sister my little girl had always dreamed of having. To this day, I know that God gave me peace beyond all understanding. And what a gift that loss turned out to be, giving me true compassion for my friends who would later walk down that same road. By December of 2017, not only had my two best friends also lost their third babies, but we were miraculously all pregnant again. By the end of the summer of 2018, we each had a baby boy to welcome to the group chat, Mason, Matthew, and George are constant reminders of the goodness and faithfulness of God. Between our three families, we now have 11 kids on this side of heaven. But we also look forward to the day when we get to meet Nora and her two besties. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that one gave me chills. Gave me chills again, just reading it. Um, Her perspective when she said, God gave me peace beyond all understanding, yeah. I think is a really beautiful way to put it because so many of these stories talk about how god helped them get through it and also there's so much thankfulness in the sense that they're thankful to even have gotten the opportunity to spend i know two hours with them to carry them for eight weeks whatever their story is there's always the but i'm still thankful i got that opportunity and what i love about this story is that she she said i'm thankful i was able to have the compassion for my friends yeah that's um it was like a very she's very well read <laughs> she is so very well read. you can just like kind of get that you can just tell. you can get that from her uh yeah okay so now what we're going to do is we are just going to um read the names of the babies and if you hadn't named your baby yet uh, we just said baby and then whatever your last name was on your sign off so i know sometimes that might be your maiden name i'm sorry we're just we're trying our best <laughs> we're trying our best here um so I'll start. Baby Garfield, Adelaide Josephine, Nico, Lucy Grace, Baby Howled, Baby Lauterbach, Braley Noel, Max, Baby Soras, Baby McGuire, Lane, Caroline K, aka Callie, Baby Trister, Cameron, 
Hallie Kate, Savannah, Blake, Bella Tate, Miles Lane, Baby Lincoln, Nora Grace, Charlie, Joseph Thomas, Finn, Emmeline, Arielle Gale, Baby Baxter, Baby Ellis. This is going to test me, Elizabeth. <laughs> I can help you pronounce if you need it. Sound it out. Ari, Madison, Andrew Valentine, Levi Dale, Little Shrimp, Casey Page, Baby Ollinger, Whitney, Vincent, Vincent, Julian Matthew, Baby V, Feisty Fluff, Danielle Rose, Colin Sturry, Baby Duthit, Hadley James, Vienna, Valentino, Baby Ray, Lily, Paul, Joseph Paul, Kip Gerard, Titus William, Baby Axelrod. Haven, Nolan, Juliet, Molly, Baby Payne, The Burton Babies, Graham, Theodore, Vivian Hope, Baby E, Cooper, Noel, Kristen. And that is going to conclude this year's Blake Besties. Thank you all so much for writing in. Thank you for sharing your baby stories with us. Thank you for trusting your baby stories with us. Um, I would like the next for us to just have like the next 30 seconds of um, silence. If you want to pray, if you want to reflect or if you just want to hit, you know, skip, you can do that, too. But um, the next 30 seconds, I would like to be silent to honor these babies. So you're probably wondering who's going to leave our review. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of been like in the niches lately because they have, we, I, people have not been sounding off as, uh, well, the Facebook group, did you have one? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say like that we still have to address them in the Facebook group. No, let's address them in the Facebook group. I, but I also, you know, I, I don't want to give them all out at once. Like I, I need this to be a slow, consistent. Oh my gosh. You know what I was thinking, Elizabeth? What? So you know how I love the morning to or the toast podcast? Yeah. Okay. So they always make this joke how like they're always neck and they're always neck and neck with the smartless podcast on the comedy charts. Okay. Like they're always number two. Smartless is always number one. Okay. And I'm like, who is ours? Because we're always like, so we're on the leisure category on podcasting. We're under automotive. No, we're, but we're under leisure. Oh, leisure's the greater and yeah. automotive's the sub. Sub. So anyway, we're we're in we're in the leisure category, not comedy, because you know we're just kind of like some girls who are leisuring. Um Leisuring always, that's us. Anyway, you know who's we're always neck and neck. Yes, <laughs> I do. It's Duck Dynasty. <laughs> we are always neck and neck with the people from Duck Dynasty. No, it's not even. It's the one, one of the grandpas. Guy. It's the guy with the long white beard. Sai, isn't his name? I don't know. Um, we're guys. We're always neck and neck, and it's hysterical to me. I've never listened to his podcast. I should. I because sh- I, I want to know if we deserve to be where we're at or not. Because he because we might the chart the charts don't lie the charts. Well, I don't know. It's it's just so funny that we're always neck and neck with them. I really want to get to number one though. What are we at? We're like we hover eight and nine with Sai. <laughs> <laughs> we hover eight and nine. But here's a 
you know, it's also whatever. I don't know. Top shows. We have some goals for this year. So here's what we need from you guys. You need to be sharing the Carvel podcast with oh, your friends. Oh, hell, we're number 26 no, right now. No, I, no, no, no. Because we haven't released an episode in. Oh, okay. Okay. No, okay. Don't even. Because size number three, no. Duck Call Room. Liz, he must have just had a big guest on or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's moving up. Yeah, he had Will. Who's Willie. Will? Willie's the main one. Oh. Well, how do we get Willie? We got to get Chris back on here. Here's the thing. They're all an hour long. 4.4 what's four the title po- of one of his episodes duck call room okay this says willie robertson impersonates phil robertson and it's amazing so we should do kelly impersonates liz and it's amazing here it's just liz will per- impersonates liz ready or Ke- liz impersonates kelly hi i'm kelly and i'm the car mom i'm a mom of three and a certified child passenger safety tech thank you so much for tuning in this Shut video up, let's get started the okay. snap was improv um Here's the thing, though. It's like, okay, how often does he release episodes? Okay, consistently. Look, he's looking like he's a two a weeker. He's All right, doing, well, he hustles, Cal. Hold on. And then he has 4.9 stars, 4.4K reviews. The people love him. How many reviews do we have? And we have like 3,000, I think. So, you know what? But we have, we have 3.2. Stars. We have five stars. Hmm. Hmm. So, anyway, if you drive a RAV4, it is your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you drive a rap for it, they were in the comments. They were saying that they have been waiting to be called out. Well, so now's your, now's your time. Rap for mamas head to the review section. Let us know why you love the pod. And thank you so much for listening to the carpool podcast. Happy Halloween. Bye. Thank you for listening to the carpool podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed. So you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody, you know, There's room in the car for everyone.